Welcome to A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. Here's your host, Hans Christian Wittinghus. Hello guys and girls and welcome back to another episode of A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. Today I will be talking a bit about my preparations for the upcoming World Championships in Tokyo in August. We are currently doing a sort of training camp here in Denmark, so I will try to go into a bit more details about how all of that works and what kind of training we are doing. If you want to hear even more about it than I will be going into in this podcast, be sure to check out the newest The Badminton Experience episode that will be up on YouTube probably Thursday with me and Anna Santant and we are also going to be talking about our World Championships preparations. So make sure to tune in on that as well. But first of all, I want to talk about it on this podcast, so I will go straight into that now. So my World Championships preparations started on Monday. I'm recording this podcast on Wednesday the 20th. And I started on Monday, as I said. It will be a five-week training camp, or more or less four and a half weeks it will be in total. Uh, we have just about 31 days at home for uh, for this training camp. And I keep calling it a training camp, and that's even though we are actually just at home training in our normal daily environment, daily uh, base here in, in Bonbu. I'm staying at my own house, just uh, yeah, five, ten minutes away from, from Bonbu. But the reason why I still consider it a training camp is because... Leading up to stuff like the World Championships and the Olympics, we, we do the setup a bit differently. So all the players that are qualified for the World Championships or the Olympics, if it's the Olympics or Thomas Cup, when is that? So these like high priority championships for, for the, the Badminton Federation, we have almost like 100% focus only on the players that are selected for these events. So everyone who's not playing the World Championships in, in Tokyo, they will be considered sparring players. So focus and training is not on them, it's only on the players who are actually playing the World Championships. So that's one thing that's different compared to normal. In, in normal training, we are there's a lot more divided focus on, on everyone, but yeah, as I said, not, not right now. Another thing is that this is one of the very few times during the year where we actually have a training block that is this long, so almost five weeks. Quite often when the season is in full swing, we only have a couple of weeks at home, then we need to go play a tournament or during the week we have Danish league matches or a Swedish league or wherever people are, are playing these leagues. So there's always some small, of, so, some small kind of breakups in the training. We don't have that leading up to World Championships. We're simply not allowed to. So we only focus on our training for these next four and a half weeks. We are also being told by the Federation to try and block as much out as possible from everything else. So any other task at home or yeah, with friends or anything, like try and block it out as much as possible. It's not like we cannot see anyone or, or do anything, but really try to keep our focus only on training. Like if we were actually on a training camp where we travel to a different place. Um, so yeah, but of course, as I'm still home, I still see Vincent, I still see my wife, I still do my daily tasks with my uh, with my family. Uh, so that is a bit different from a normal training camp where you would be isolated from, from everyone, basically. 
Um, but to me, it still feels like a training camp because focus is, as I said, much, much more intense. Uh, the training block is more intense compared to, to usual. And the, the level of the training is also up the notch. Uh, these first two weeks of the training camp is going to be extremely hard. We, uh, we built it up like that, that we, we start at a quite hard level and then build it up throughout the first week and the second week. So the second week is actually the hardest. The reason why we don't start with the hardest week in the first week is to try and uh, minimize the injury risk. So we need to try and build it up a little bit. So slowly building up through the first week and then the second week is going to be insane. But to be honest, I feel like the first week is, is already insane. Uh, after, after we started Monday where we had the two sessions where one of them were, was uh, just a footwork session on court, I was completely knackered in my, in my legs. Yesterday, Tuesday was a terrible day for me on court. I felt so bad already when we started training. I, I got through it. Uh, and I also got through my weight session uh, late in, in late in the evening. Uh, did, did not feel great, but yeah, I survived. And actually, uh, I, I felt quite a bit better today in training. Uh, I'm recording this after my morning practice in, on Wednesday, and I will have a match practice session uh, later today. Uh, one thing that has also added a bit of intensity to our training this week is that we have the Singaporean national team here uh, for aspiring and for uh, yeah, just training with them. They are here as their final preparations for the Commonwealth Games. They will be playing the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham. It starts late next week. So they are in the final preparations uh, yeah, for one of the most important events for them. Uh, so it's great to have them. Obviously, they have a Loki Yu, who's the world champion in men's singles. Um, so it's uh, it's pretty good sparring for us. Victor uh, Axelsen is also home, preparing for the world championship. So he will be training with us for uh, these full four and a half weeks as well. So we have the Olympic champion here. We have the world champion here. So we can't really complain about the the sparring or the level of sparring. These two first weeks that I, I said was going to be really really physically tough we will do a lot of uh, a lot of footwork sessions we will do a lot of uh, multi-feeding sessions with anything between 800 and 1100 shuttles in in the uh, programs they are pretty intense i can guarantee that we are also doing a lot two against one exercises where we do for danish standards pretty long intervals which can be from anything between between three and six minutes. I know the Asian style, that's not long intervals. They often do 10, 15, 20 minutes. Um, but I will argue that the intensity in our three, four, five minutes is very, very high compared to the uh, the Asian style. It's, it's two different styles and both can work pretty well. But yeah, in Denmark, we, we do shorter intervals and three to six minutes is long intervals for us. So that's what we're doing a lot of this week. Um, for example, today we did a... Uh, a lot of exercises where it was like a four minute exercise but the exercise kept changing every minute so you do one minute uh, defense one minute uh, an exercise we call deep pressure where you are under pressure all the time then back to defense and then one minute where we play just four corners so it, it keeps on changing so you have to adjust your playing style but the intensity is is kept very high all the time so the coming two weeks is going to be a lot about high intensity but also a lot of volume 
and at the same time we are also really trying to push ourselves in the uh, in the gym so doing a lot of weights doing heavy weights and really really trying to push ourselves to the next level both physically but also mentally because obviously training this hard is is quite draining also uh, mentally like as i said yesterday i had a terrible day on court felt so bad in my legs and that can actually be a bit demotivating but i tried this so many times and i know that it, it's it's very normal these first two weeks to feel very tired in my legs i feel like what we call heavy legs that they almost cannot move um, but i know it's very normal in this period of the training and i know when we look two weeks ahead in time it will begin to feel much much better and then when we get closer and closer to the world championships when we kind of uh, lower the intensity and the volume a bit i will begin to feel fresh fast and uh, yeah just i will feel like I'm, I'm moving amazingly so i'm trying to uh, to just look ahead and 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 be calm and believe that we know what we're doing here and it will it will come to uh, to fruition uh, later on in a in a couple of weeks time so I, I try to stay calm and not not be too annoyed that i feel terrible uh, moving around on court so yeah i hope i hope that all makes sense another thing we are trying to implement a bit this time in the world championships preparation camp as we which we have not done in any of the previous ones i've participated in is do what we call heat stress i, I don't know what the like the english term would be but it's kind of like uh, getting better at uh, getting used to performing in the heat uh, i know the national team tried to do it last year before the olympics because it was played in tokyo and we know that the heat and humidity and everything is very very different compared to denmark so how that works is that after some training sessions uh, some of us will actually be putting on loads of extra clothes and do extra uh, um, biking workout or actually even go to the sauna or stuff like that to try and kind of uh, stress the body and just um, apply it to a lot more heat than it's used to uh, it's a way to kind of uh, get the body used to and not normal uh, amount of heat uh, higher degrees and like a higher general body temperature the reason why we do it i don't know if i'm explaining it well i don't i ha as i said i haven't tried it before so it's a little hard for me to explain in, in details uh, as we won't start it until next week so maybe i'll go more into it there but i know the reason why we do it is to try and get used to having a higher body temperature having yeah performing in higher temperatures still making good decisions even though we are physically under pressure also from yeah the the body temperature and stuff so again I, I hope it makes sense it doesn't sound very pleasant and i'm not looking forward to it as i am one of the guys who are sweating the most uh, so i'm all already struggling in the heat and actually today we are most likely going to beat the heat record in denmark so there is a good chance that today we will be recording the highest temperature ever recorded in denmark that's uh, just above 36 degrees so that is very very hot uh, hot for us so yeah it's already hot i'm already sweating a lot but uh, yeah apparently i'm going to be sweating even more in this world championship training camp Right, anyway guys, I will be going in 
to more details about my world championship training camp uh, during the next couple of weeks i will be back every wednesday as promised if there's anything you want to know in particular uh, just please send me uh, send me your questions on instagram or email at contact at gmail.com or yeah anywhere you can reach me on my social media to ask questions uh, i'll be happy to to try and go into details with some of the exercises or some of the stuff we do so if you have any questions regarding my preparations for the world championships please fire away and i will try to get into that uh, maybe as soon as next week when i'm back for another episode of a year into with fitting so that's it for today thanks so much for listening thanks for your support and i hope you liked today's episode bye Thank you for listening to A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, share and leave a comment in iTunes or your preferred podcast app.